Hello, I'm Colette Warren and you're locked on to The Mike Diary Season 2. Today my special guest is the wonderful Emily Mackis, who is fast becoming one of the most recognisable voices in drum and bass. Having collaborated on some huge tracks since she burst onto the scene, Emily is responsible for bringing some of the most popular DMB tracks of the last few years to life. And I can't wait to have a chat with her about where it all started, what she's got planned, and what she cooked for me if it went round for dinner. So let's do this. Actually, before I do start, I want to know how to pronounce. How do I pronounce your surname? Is it Makis or Makis? It's it's Macis, but you Macis. can call me whatever you want. No, it's good to know <laughs> because I've, in my head I've always called you Emily Macis, <laughs> but it's Macis. So yeah, I've had I've had Macis. It is. It's, it's just Macis. I feel like that's the most kind of normal way to pronounce it. But then again, maybe that's just because I've been saying it my whole life. Macis. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and maybe it's because I'm from Birmingham. We pronounce things differently. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm from Nottingham, so I'm not too far away. I detect like a kind of northern accent there yeah I mean Midlands I am kind of I'm the kind of person that picks up an accent when I move to the place so I was living in Bath for a bit and I started talking oh, nice. kind of posh but I've been living here now for like two years no it's <laughs> not that the posh accent is bad but I'd rather just like retain like know who I am you know like oh this is me definitely I'm from Nottingham blah, so where blah, are you based now I love the Brummie accent yeah, oh, me too. Uh, I don't want to lose. I right? No, you shouldn't. Are you living in London or are you literally living in? Birmingham? I'm Bristol, actually. Yeah, I've lived in Birmingham for like fifteen years. I lived in London for ten, and now I've been in Bristol for five years. Where are you based now? I live in Nottingham. I live in Nottingham. No plans to leave. Still in Nottingham. Can... Yeah, I like the fact and that. Where, I was can... you in Cyprus on your holiday? Yeah, yeah. So I, I came back like last week. Was it last week? Yeah, definitely last week because when I came home, it was just fully <laughs> stressing. Like, back to life, <laughs> back to reality. Um, yeah, God. so I, I live in Nottingham now, but my parents are currently in Cyprus. So I do go back and forth quite a bit just to see them. Oh, nice. My brother is 14 as well. So I, I went over to kind of see him. So I feel like he's missing the, the family oh. cohort, if you get what I mean. So I just wanted to go and like tell him yeah, that I definitely. still exist. Yeah, kind of thing. Oh, well, I've, I've seen like from your stories that like you seem really close with your family. So it's really sweet. And I've seen your brother in a bunch of stories. <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, he's more sweet. of a social media person <laughs> than I am. He definitely like he's got TikTok now. He's like TikTok. He thinks he's TikTok famous. Oh my God. I can't get I just can't get down with TikTok. Yeah. What about you? No, I'm I'm Are you like doing stuff on that? I know that we should be, but I'm like, I don't know what to do. I think it's so important. And it's like a mad skill as well. Like a little sound. She's just so good. But I, oh my I, God. I don't have the mental She's capacity literally... to focus Same. on it. I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't have the best relationship with social media in general. And I just think adding to that would just cause me more stress, like more harm yeah. than good. It's hard enough with what's already there, like Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Like, And another one, I'm just like, I just literally... I can't think of all these creative ideas that people are coming up I with. I know. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just make music. <laughs> are you not are you not kind of like a social yeah. person then? So I do use I do like Instagram and I do use that, but that is that is it really like you know, but it's usually just to 
promote music and stuff yeah. gigs music rather than doing all like creative things. so you <laughs> and then i know tiktok necessity. if you're going to be using it yeah it's more for the necessity really and like you know it's obviously it's definitely got its place in the world for sure and you do need it these days but yeah tiktok for me it's just going too far i just yeah i think i'll, I'll leave it to the pros <laughs> yeah exactly like there's people that have properly just found that algorithm and realized like how to like you said a little sound manipulate the system she yeah. has got that down 100 she really has got that down i do i do very much envy that that level of like dedication to her craft it's just i don't know i feel like my brain just works in a different way <laughs> which is probably not the, not the best not the same best, <laughs> same as that mate i'm just like yeah <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on it's so lovely to like finally meet well meet you you know virtually meet thank <laughs> meet you, for you online me. which is what people do these days no it's no you're true. welcome like I've been I was, when I was like putting my list together for season two. I was like, I'm definitely getting Emily 100%. So thank you. I'm very you're, honored. you're absolutely killing it right now Aww. in drum and bass. Like you're one of the you know most well-known voices now. So congratulations. Thank you. And you had one of the biggest <laughs> tunes last year. I would say I'd say like arguably the biggest vocal tune last year with K Motions. Definitely, yeah, you know, right. would definitely say <laughs> one of the biggest vocal tunes of the year. <laughs> And a, a little story, when I was, I was at this um, burger place in Bristol, it's called, oh, what's it called now? It's not Uwe, is it? Oh, three Brothers. Oh. Three Brothers. And they had, they were playing an Emily Mackis playlist. What? <laughs> Just me? Oh, my God. I think I might have broken yeah, down. Yeah, it was, it was song after song. and oh, It was like literally you... song after song. And I was like, are you, are you playing a... Are, are you playing an Emily Mackie's playlist? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I should <laughs> oh God. I don't know what to feel when people say those kind of things because I, I just, I met this guy actually. I was doing this interview with George FM and it was the guy that started an Emily Mackie's oh, playlist. Yeah, and I thought, what do, what do I even <laughs> say to this person? I'm like, oh. I don't, I can't, I don't really listen to my own stuff that much, I think. Once I put it out there, I just kind of like, move on to the same next yeah once it's out there like that's it then I don't need to be listening to it again <laughs> yeah exactly are you the kind of person that like listens to your voice back and you're like oh don't know about that yeah. yeah I'm just like what is that <laughs> yeah <laughs> what I sound like especially <laughs> yeah especially speaking voice is worse like god knows why I'm doing this podcast because I hate my voice my speaking voice no I've listened you like, have, sound like um, a man or something you, you have this like cohesion in communication with your guests you're mm. a very good podcast host and I would know because I'm oh, a less you. good podcast host because I used to run the studio drum and bass podcast um yes of course you do and you were great on that I don't know I, I it was um I just wanted to learn more about the industry but I I would never yeah. say that I was like born and bred podcast host no way you that's definitely well I don't think I am either to be honest I don't know. Well, if you listen to the very first one I did, then you can really tell the difference. I was definitely a uh, amateur then. Who's, who's <laughs> is that for reference? Um, it was Tali. Ooh, okay. MC Tali. I'll go back and listen yeah. to it. I've been listening to a few of them recently. Go back and listen. I, I listened to the angel and I was oh, like, oh, he's you. so insightful and like eloquent when he speaks. Isn't he? I learned so much just after that after that podcast off him. I was like, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, I just love like that. doing it. I just love chatting. Yeah, I know. 
I love chatting with, you know, fellow vocalists and MCs because obviously, you know, we're in the, the same field and it's just nice to get other people's insights. And, and I just like to put you guys in the limelight because obviously, you know, DJs all get the limelight, don't they? So That's I true. thought, you know, this is my way of giving us the the stardom. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's we deserve nice it. We pay our, our part in drum and bass, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like vocalists are often at the forefront of their tunes. It's the kind of thing that people sing to and I, I know that drum and bass in general is more focused on the instrumental than other genres like a lot of the time like yes. saying pop music it is mostly just people listening to the lyrics but you know you get those drum and bass heads in raves yeah. that are like look listen to that snare the EQing on that snare is brill but I guess it is nice yeah. to have like <laughs> I guess it is nice to like these kind of things to just give vocalists a platform because they have, you know, lyrics, so they're kind of putting their emotions quite, like, clearly onto a page or yeah, into a song and stuff. Definitely. So, yeah, definitely. Big up to you. Yeah. So how, so how are you? How's your, how's 2022 treating you so far? Yeah, it's okay. Um, January and February was kind of working up towards, I had my first, like, solo gig at Lakota, so... Um, yes yeah that looked amazing I saw the videos it was really fun it was definitely a learning curve because I realized like I cannot hear myself at all when I'm on stage I don't understand how you do it (laughs) I don't when I was on there and like I when I can't hear myself I feel myself going out of pitch yeah that's the thing it's hot in drum and bass though that's one thing that I've always suffered with as a vocalist like it's ne- the clubs they're never made for a vocalist because they're so used to just like MCs coming on and just Preach. you know it's not as it, I'm not saying no no nothing taken away from the MCs but they don't need to like sing in tune and we need to hear like every yeah. little note and they're a bit and, more shouty yeah, most well, of the time it's a struggle yeah exactly if we shout our way through the song then it's just going to sound awful so it's kind of like yeah it's hard because you know we want to sound our best but we haven't always got the ability to do that in in drum and bass settings unfortunately 100% and when you I feel like when you sing at the right kind of dynamic level sometimes you get feedback which is even worse because it's like oh god you sing quietly (laughs) there's this horrible like like screamy sound I'm like oh no no (laughs) not for me oh god Yeah, but other than that, you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I I want to kind of get into more live stuff because I think it would be it'd be nice to just share my music like in a real time setting with people. Because yeah. oftentimes, like this year, I told myself I would be writing a lot and like really just try and focus kind of full time on it. And it does get very intense sometimes because my writing process is often I have to sit in a room for a long time like on my own so it it kind of means yeah. I'm incurring a lot of solo hours so it's nice to get out sometimes yeah. and actually like and share, share it with yeah, everyone and share it and stuff because I know you you're like a sun and baser so you're like fully live I don't know you love the live sets in the yeah. sun like oh I love that idea oh yeah it's the best have you been to sun and bass i've never been out of the country to see any sort of gig any gig at all so oh my god you've got to come to sun and bass this year then when is it you've got to it's in september oh, and they oh love vocalists like they love 
Yeah, they love vocalists like having their own limelight and, and doing their own sets, like which is rare at festivals. So it's the perfect site. It's a perfect setting, the perfect place. So yeah, I'll, mean, put, I'll put a little word for you. Listen, <laughs> if you want to do that, I'll be fully down for that. Um, yeah, for sure. And September as well is probably nice, really nice weather because it's like not fully, fully sun. Like fully yeah, sun. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it's still still like late twenties, and it's just nice because it's not too hot. Because obviously, when you've been like up all night partying, you don't really want to be in the blazing sun. So it's kind of perfect. Yeah, that that is true. I'll I'll have to do that at some point. Like, I don't know. I just don't think I get out enough sometimes. Like, especially this week, like this last two weeks, when since I come back from Cyprus, I've been like properly going for it like probably not living the healthiest lifestyle I mean yesterday not yesterday the day before mm. I went to bed at five which is not not horrible antisocial oh, time to go to sleep um yeah but yeah yeah that <laughs> what, what time did you get say? up what time did you get up <laughs> you know what? it's actually not that bad my body clock woke me up at about ten thirty. so what's that like five oh perfect four and a half hours or something not awful yeah that's not too bad so and i've seen that you've do you've been paired up with uh monroe a lot to do gigs so that must be fun yeah i don't know why they're doing that because he's like some legend but um yeah i I love and so are you he's he's like proper (laughs) i know he's so sweet isn't he he is and he's such a good dj um a hundred percent i always tell people like I've never met anybody that doesn't like Eli, and I really want to, just because it annoys me <laughs> how much he yeah, people like him. Yeah, like, God's sake, stop being it's so like, nice. Exactly. Yes. I, I do think sometimes he, he needs to have more of a backbone, because that, that dude is too nice <laughs> for his own good. Like, <laughs> needs to, like, have some, like, oh, pit bull God. security guard or something to do his dirty work for him yeah isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so when you do the gigs with him is it that like are you hosting the whole set or is it you come on you do your songs you do a little bit of this like how do you do the sets with him so we did one in Leicester um fully together where it was like the first time that I was hosting so I did some hosting and then I mm-hmm. did I sang some of my own material as well who's kind enough to kind of intersperse nice. his set with with my stuff yeah. um I love I like that the idea of hosting though because I don't think there's that many female hosts and all it takes really I think is just confidence and, and knowing yourself I think it's a good exercise yeah when I first started doing the hosting like years ago I found it so hard I was like oh my god I don't know what to say in between the songs <laughs> but yeah it just takes time takes practice and it? and it is fun you know it's fun just to kind of you know as long as you've got your songs kind of weaving in and out to kind of you know give you that you know songstress time as well it's fun you know yeah just have like a two minute glass of water just like really really long drink break (laughs) yeah (laughs) no it is it is difficult like or a two minute brandy oh yeah oh brandy (laughs) yeah 100 percent. i don't actually drink during my sets i always drink afterwards good that is good yeah I don't drink before but I have like a little drink on the stage with me just as like a little I have a water and I have like a little brandy just as a little like you know does that mean that little Dutch courage when you've finished <laughs> you're like fully you're kind of on the way to being lit or a little bit more yes lit. and then I'm like give me another one <laughs> yeah I like that idea I might try and implement that
and I see and you're playing together at hospitality in the woods so yeah that's, that's, that's gonna be super cool so I think it's me Eli at uh, Monroe and then Dusky as well so it's gonna be nice really nice cool and you guys have done a tune together haven't you yeah we've so we had a camp in December so we've got a few things yeah I saw that looked so sick yeah it was really cool it was really cool that looks like me and Rhea was like we're jealous we want to be there (laughs) literally I was like why am I the only (laughs) bloody one I was like I need some more women in this this place Uh, but no it was it was nice to have that kind of in-person like session experience because as I said like for the most part I just do everything myself like on my own it's nice like the yeah. colette and, and it can stuff. get lonely can't it oh 100 percent. Oh, like i nice. i always kind of I, I was listening to two sides of everything i was like how nice would it be to oh. have a writing partner just to kind of bounce ideas off and and vibe yeah with. it really was fun like yeah like both of us have been just doing it on our own for years like yourself and then we was just like, let's, should we just, and we did a, one song together and then we was like, oh, this is really fun. Let's do another. And then we just thought, let's just do an album. Why not? And it really made such a difference because I'd think of things that she wouldn't, she would think of things that I wouldn't. So when it came together, it was just, yeah, it was amazing. It was really, really fun. I feel like you can hear both of your sounds within like each track, like yeah, the different things that you bring. Definitely. It's nice. It's a nice like marriage of, of sonics. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, I'm excited to hear the fruitfuls of the Shogun camp. <laughs> I think we made about 16 tracks in total. Oh my um, god! Yeah, so this month is like me trying to finish like 10 of them <laughs> and send them out and stuff. Oh my god! That's why I'm inside all the time. <laughs> um, but I, th- I, I, I feel yes. like summertime or like and maybe autumn of this year, there'll definitely be a few that see the light of day and come out of the wicked yeah and you're playing at shogun which i'm also playing at so i'm really excited to finally meet you at the one in may at the studio 338 that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be so fun i'm properly looking forward to that because i feel like it's like all of nearly all of the shogun people are gonna be there yeah yeah it is isn't it like a little all-star and there's loads of vocalists on that lineup as well which is really cool yeah i I love that i feel like it's an equal split between djs and vocalists which is like so nice to see because it's not i think it is actually yeah that is rare and there's loads of women as well so yeah big up shogun and free from sleep because they smashed that lineup they did it's not going to be a full-on sausage fest there'll be like an interspersion of yeah <laughs> that'd be nice yeah and no, i'm looking forward to it and as i said looking forward to finally meeting you yeah me too <laughs> me too I, I like to always meet midlanders like anyone from the midlands area i'm like yes come on one of me yes yeah and it, we just automatically like have this bond don't we yeah, 100%. <laughs> like midlands <bro. laughs> yeah so tell yeah. me like tell me like how it all started for you with singing and obviously you know you've obviously been singing for all your life but how did you kind of how did it all start for you how did you get into drum and bass how did you start working in drum and bass yeah so I I went to uni and I I was kind of torn whether to choose psychology or music and I ended up choosing music which I I think I think it was a good decision I'm not 100% but I think it's all right that paid (laughs) yeah I I don't know maybe (laughs) um (laughs) and in my first year I was in kind of like neo soul collective and we it was in Bath so we kind of did the Bristol yes. little circuit and 
obviously there's quite a lot of soul music and funk music that resides in Bristol. I know that you've also kind of done a similar thing. Um, Yes. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I was kind of just really enjoying being in that genre for a bit. I never released anything, but the kind of music that I used to listen to um, was always, always had kind of like a soul element to it. Um, And then during that uni experience, I met Monroe and um, I had, I had explored DMV before that because Nottingham, the underground scene is quite like thriving. So, you know, you've got Baseline, Mm. you've got, you know, the Brucey's, the Darkseys, all of those crew cast lot. So I'd already, I'd already had like an experience of the underground, but I think it was then that I've tried to fully immerse myself in it because I learned that it's not just proper intense and and dutty and like Mm -hmm. bassy you know there's actually a lot of um tracks that breach the kind of commercial barrier as well so you know you've got Wilkinson's focus and Etherwood Mm -hmm. was one of the people that I used to listen to when I was first like discovering drum and bass so I think I think Eli does have a shall I call him Eli or, or Monroe is that What's what's better? Yeah, I think everyone knows that he's yeah, called Eli. It's true. Call him Eli. Column, common knowledge, right? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like he does. He, from what I recall, he he did have an influence on like me getting further into drum and bass. But I think I, I just discovered that it's such an eclectic, varied genre, and with with only really one thing constant which is the tempo which also kind of varies sometimes as well but yeah yeah exactly yeah that's that's how I got into it so I guess I was listening to the more commercial side of things um like yeah. Charlotte Haining Charlotte Haining as well like she has a song with Dexel called yeah. Closer and in the beginning days oh yeah this is yeah. the coolest song ever um Aww. so yeah that's that's how I kind of got into it and it just kind of took off. I no, not took off, but it. I became. It has oh, took I, off. You're allowed. To, you're allowed to say that. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't. I don't feel like there's a better word to describe it. But I, I feel like I've kind of made my mark a tad. So I just definitely. feel like it's you definitely have. It's the best place to be because I, I love the genre and I I love singing the tunes and I feel like I'm actually getting work within yeah. this genre. So here I am. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and also it's such the people as well. Like it's like a family, isn't it? Drum and bass, like it's it, like a community. It's not just a music genre. It's literally a community. It is. I feel like we're kind of the outsiders of the music world in terms of like everybody's. Are, yeah. Everybody's a bit dark, you know, and and doesn't necessarily yes. like to, you know, be proper poppy and commercial and stuff. And people are trying to push mm-hmm. boundaries in terms of the Sonics. Um, and I love that and I hate like the idea of adhering to the mainstream like that's such a boho like thing to say I'm holding no no totally yeah (laughs) but yeah I I, yeah I agree it is family things yeah yeah well drum and bass is happy to have you so thank you that that means a lot and I feel like you've definitely like bought your own style as well do you know what I mean because there's like a lot of vocalists 
come and go and you know can sound like another vocalist for instance or try and sound like another vocalist but I really feel like you've honed your own style and when you hear a song you know it's you do you know what I mean and that's really important yeah I guess I take from like my eastern heritage a slight bit and I, I love doing like runs yes and maybe contrasting from delicate uh verses to stuff that's a bit more intense in the chorus so and I, I think I also yeah. try and think outside the box in terms of like lyric content I do like try to I don't know make try and explore topics that maybe people haven't explored I, I hate writing about love yeah. as well like just can't can't do it yeah <laughs> just can't yeah um, it's so done isn't it it is and it is uh, it's understandably so because it's I feel like it's the emotion that people resonate with the most you know it's the one of the things that people it yeah. stirs something inside people but I don't, I don't think I have the same yeah it's most popular isn't it yeah definitely I just I don't know I don't have but it's great when you can find a, a topic that isn't love yeah, definitely, hundred, hundred percent. I think you but, actually you know, have. It's, it's always that easy fallback, isn't it? You have that track into the sides of everything. Is it "Say No More"? The one with Vision Obi. That's like yes. about, that about social use. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 I love. I loved. I just. I love the fact that you guys also do the same thing. Just like trying to explore like what actually relates to your lives rather than just going for like some generic topic yeah yeah exactly like that album out of the 14 tracks there was only one track on that we wrote about love all the rest wasn't about love at all so that, that was quite a challenge but it was a good challenge for us it was like right Let's try not, and then we did end up writing one about love, but we thought, oh, we have got to get one on there. <laughs> yeah, of course, one for the lovers. But that's that's a that's a one for the lovers. Part of the spectrum in it of life. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's all, all part of it. <laughs> hmm. So, how did you hook up with K Motions? He he just he messaged that, me. Like we said earlier, that blew up, didn't it? Yeah, it was it was alright. He messaged me and he was like, I've got this dance floor track. And I hadn't really done that much dance floor stuff. So I said, yeah, well, I'll give it a go. So I was just rinsing dance yeah. floor for a while, just listening to Friction, like, for the, for weeks. Not not weeks, like, for a long time yeah. I was listening to Friction. Like, how does he make these things pop as much as he does? Um, and, yeah, yeah. From, from there it was just – it was during lockdown, actually. So I was just in the studio by myself. But it, it gave me an escape – um, to just imagine what it would be like to be in a rave and remembering times once past and Aww. yeah, it was it was a nice it was a nice break from life, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to perform it at what was the festival that because that's where you did the music video, isn't it? At the festival. Yeah, it was Return to Dance. What was the festival? Return to Dance, the Chase and Status Festival. That was it. Yeah. yeah. I was shitting myself yes, on that, that stage. How was that? I bet that was amazing. Oh, no. Oh, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> oh, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, you are. Okay. You are, honestly. <laughs> you You're allowed me. to swear. <laughs> um, We're not on the radio. So. No, honestly, I, I always swear. <laughs> okay, nice to know, nice to know. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. It was almost, I kind of like dis- disassociated from the crowd a little bit because there was so many people that it meant that 
I couldn't necessarily focus on one individual. So in that in that sense, it was mm. quite nice because I wasn't necessarily. Yes. I don't know. I couldn't see if anyone wasn't liking me perform. I could. I just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was just singing out to a crowd rather than it being more personal. And like I intimate. bet they bloody loved you. Oh, I've no. I only came out. I loved yeah, just coming out for one song, <laughs> and then fucking off afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is a buzz when you do that. Actually, sometimes like the hour. It's sometimes it's a bit like. God, I hope they're not getting bored of me. But when you actually get come up for one song, they just love you for those three, four minutes. And then it's like, right, I'm going now. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, and then you can just go off and have a, have a drink, have a dance. You're like, I've done my job here. Yeah. Everyone seemed happy because yeah. I feel like people can feign at yeah. least being happy for three minutes <laughs> while someone new comes on stage. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, it looked great. And you looked so confident in the video when you was, you know, when you was on the stage and when you was off the stage as well and you was, and you was doing your little singing. Fake like, it till you make it. it. <laughs> I, I was enjoying myself, actually. I think True I was that. on an adrenaline rush. So that took over from like, yeah. feeling nervous. Did you do that after? Did you do the rest of the video after you'd sung on the stage? So you was buzzing from that? Do you know what? I think I think so. I think so. I must have finished, and then, yeah, maybe taken that energy elsewhere and just like explored the festival a little bit. It was it was mad though because I didn't like I didn't not not know anybody when I went to that festival. I was completely on my own. So I don't know. I also kind oh, of felt quite nervous, like walking into unknown territory and just being like, oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> hello. I don't have any friends here, but Hello, I'm going to sing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, you certainly didn't look like that. You looked like you was having the time of your life. Okay, good. I'm glad. That's what I want people to think. Like, you looked like you were there with an entourage. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> nah, that's, that's like so far from the truth. I mean, K-Motions is lovely and he made me feel like really, really at home and, and all that. But Oh, good. <laughs> Are you going to do any more tunes together? Um, non planned for the moment, but I'd love to. I don't know. pipeline yeah, so who was your like oh god sorry <laughs> yeah of course i mean this is about you baby <laughs> i want to i want to ask you questions um, yeah, as well <laughs> i know that's oh not... we can have a little yeah we can have a little chat yeah i'm doing i'm working on an, an ep on my uh well i'm either going to put it on my own imprint cw music or the carnelian one that yeah. i've got with with ria but yeah i'm just working on a little ep yeah, which yeah, I just I, I always enjoy when you're doing your own little project because you can have it how you want it. You can like 
you know, choose the producers you want on it and you can just kind of, you know, control it how you want it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. That sounds great. That sounds really So fun. that is what I am working on at the moment. And then we're doing, um, me and Rhea from our Two Sides of Everything album, we're doing a remix project. Oh, so we've yeah. got like a bunch of, we're working, we're getting some producers to remix some tracks and it's going to be called More Sides of Everything. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> love that. <laughs> So, yeah, we were excited about that. And, yeah, just working on gigs and stuff like that. Just just enjoying it because, you know, I always just so grateful to have gigs back after not having them for so long. And you never know mm. like, how long it's going to last for. So just enjoying, enjoying it while it's here. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I feel like you guys so should So speaking of a... gigs, you're... Oh, no, no, no. It's all right. No, no, it's all right. I was yeah. just trying to change the subject back to you. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I'll stop, I'll stop. We so can I was talk saying, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you're signed to Solid Motion Agency, aren't you? Yeah, I am, Solid yeah. Motion, man. Moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I... And how's that going? Oh, it's great. I, I love my booking agent. Her name's Michelle. Um, and she is... Yes, like, I know who Michelle is. She is, yeah, she is like an angel that sent down from earth I just I feel I've, I already had good Aww. feedback from from Eli on her and so I thought you yeah. know I already went into it thinking like oh she, she's a nice person but she she really is she's the kind of person yeah that, like you can just go to with any sort of issue and she'll be completely understanding I think it's really refreshing Aww, to just have somebody nice. that you can like lean on um but yeah so on motion is kind of where all the bookings are coming from at the moment and um I'm really excited nice. to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Obviously, I've seen that you're playing at Hospitality in the Woods and um, the show going at Studio Three Three Eight. What other gigs are you got coming up that you're allowed to talk about or that you're excited about? Just so you know, if people are listening, they can mark it in their diary. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got um, Lakota, which is uh, on the twenty first. Oh, when's May. that? I don't think it's been announced yet, but oh, wicked! I, I feel like I'm allowed okay, to. Let me yeah, I feel like I'm allowed to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I'll get like a slap on the wrist that? when this comes out. That's a Saturday. <laughs> okay, wicked. Yeah, it's a Saturday. So what, what, what's um, the event? It's Wide Eyes, and they're doing like a day party. Yeah, Wide Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've. Oh, sick. I see. I've never done like a Wide Eyes event, so I'm excited for that. And then I've got, um, I've also got like a potential Jersey thing soon, which. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it should be it should be cool because the last time I tried to go to Jersey, the plane did not land. So I did see that. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at you guys' stories, and then I was like, "Hang on, you didn't even end up." <laughs> oh, no, so the weather was so bad that uh, I think their airport is like on a cliff or something on a hill, and they just said yeah. that the fog is so strong that we're not going to risk landing. And, oh yeah. no! But didn't. Like Monroe make it there though. Yeah, so their flight was maybe an hour earlier than mine or something, and oh, yeah, so, so it was literally that hour that did it. Yeah, oh, it was. Man. It was very bad. I felt so. I felt bad. I just felt really awful because you know someone's like people are expecting you to be there and there's effort that's gone into like your your booking oh. and stuff. I thought I'd let let people down. Had a bit of a cry in the hotel. I was like, hey, no. <laughs> it's the fog, the bloody fog. Yeah, exactly. Just just we've just had that before. <laughs> Just pay me weather. Yeah. Well, it was. So they're yeah. going to bring you back. Is that yeah, the Vanguard? So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, we, it's, me and Rhea did our two sides set there. Did you? A Vanguard. It's it's out there festival. Yeah, a so. few weeks ago. 
I don't know if um, oh, it's the cool. same. I don't know if it's the same place. It might be. Oh, um, wicked. But yeah, Jersey crowd, they're, they're really, they're proper up for it, you know. Good. good. Good crowd. Really good, really good scene there. Good. I'm, I'm properly excited to like, I don't know, just get on a plane and do a gig off a plane. It's like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think about It's that. like, I'm going on top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Even if it is only 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't know that. I fell asleep. It could have been an hour, two hours. Oh Being yeah, Dubai? definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we we went on, we, when we went to Jersey, like me and Ben, um, we we got on there, and they were like, "Oh, we need someone to sit in the um, the thingy aisle. What's it called again? You know, the aisle the where uh, exit aisle, the exit oh. aisle. That's oh. the exit row aisle. Would you guys be all right for doing that? Because there's no one. I was like, "Oh yeah, we'll do." We didn't realize it was like in the kind of first class bit. And then we like, even though the plane was only 30 minutes, I was bringing a champagne and they brought us a meal. And was, but because it was such a quick flight, I was halfway through my like champagne. It's like, you need to put that away. I was like, but I just open it. So I was like, neck in it. And I was like, oh, but I was like, Do you get the extra well, I'll leg take space? it a, a first class for 30 minutes. Do you get that leg? Yeah. Oh, come yeah. on. Come yes. On. Yeah, it was nice. But for me, it was just about the champagne. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> So did you did you have that the gig on the same day as well? So when you got off the plane, it was just like champers yes. and good vibes. Yeah, and then I was like, right, that's it. Now I want some more. But I thought better not drink too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it was good. It was a good gig. Oh, that's amazing. I'll see if I can try and get the same treatment when I go. You know, I'll be like, do you know who I am? Yeah, just like, do you know who I am? <laughs> do, you need, do you need someone to sit in the exit row? <laughs> okay, well, now, now you've given me that advice. Oh. If it goes wrong, I'll just be like, Colette told me to do this. Like. Yeah, yes. so Kate Warren told me so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just blame me. <laughs> well, that's if the plane takes off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, um, I think it's going to be kind of summertime. So I'm hoping if there's fog, that's, that is literally destiny. Like, that's definitely like, oh, it was not meant God. to be. Fog on a summery, no. clear day. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping I, I get to go there, but we'll, we'll see. Other than that, I don't yeah, think I've got anything else on, really. Um, I've been trying to write more than you've, perform. You've got some good things in the diary, though. That's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. So I want to know what do you like karaoke, and if you do, what is your karaoke song? <laughs> what a what a question. Um, yes, I like karaoke, but I think if I was going to do karaoke, I wouldn't sing a song that would require actual singing ability. Um, I always go for yeah, Spice Girls. Something really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just something like, oh, pleaser. You know, I don't, I don't want to be singing Whitney Houston. Yeah. Because, I don't know. If no, because you can, you know, you can sing it be like, nah. Yeah, like, you know, obviously I know that I could if I wanted to. No, no. <laughs> but. Um, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, definitely Spice Girls. Um, that is a good shout. Or, I'm trying to think. Uh, I love a good musical as well. I feel like lots of people have mentioned musical oh, musicals yes. on the podcast. Um, yeah, I love a good. What's your favourite musical? I like I like West Side Story. I'm pretty basic. Like West Side Story, yes. doing me fine. I'm like, quite basic. My favourites are Lamus. <laughs> oh, is it? Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like I just love them. the songs. So I just love the music, man. My brother, yeah. when he was younger, he used to um, he used to be really dramatic. He's just we're Greek, so he's that proper dramatic person. And um, I always used to say to him, <laughs> "You could be Gavroche." 
like if you really wanted to oh yeah and I think I've got videos somewhere of him going how do you do my name's Gavroche and like proper oh. <laughs> I'll see if I can oh, I'd love it. to see yeah that. I'll send it you afterwards oh um, yeah yeah I, I don't think I but yeah no karaoke night sounds fun with you yeah. doing Spice Girls okay that's we what's, your, that in London. what's your favorite Spice Girls song oh probably just, yes just probably just want to be like you want to be my love. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or say you'll be there. I always like singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't really go wrong, can you, with, with Spice Girls' song? Like, oh, the whole discography. You can't. Braille. You can't go wrong. It's always You're always going to have a good time. Yeah, true. True <laughs> that. What would you choose? Maybe after the Shogun night, we'll go there. My, um... My go-to is probably uh, Sound in the Underground by Girls Aloud. <laughs> listen, listen, you know that, that album, right? Is absolute genius. I don't, I don't, it's absolute genius. Isn't it? It's, I swear that's a breakbeat as well, Sound of the Underground. It is. It actually is. It actually is. It's hard. Cool. I always tell people, and I'm like, Girls Aloud are actually so hard. And they're like, what are you saying? They're a pop I love group, Girls like. Aloud, Mum. Yeah. Ah, they've Matt, got a little bit of they've got a little bit of something yeah no, 100% <laughs> they got some edge they do they're, they're so ed- they're so edgy like and the chord progressions I don't know who wrote that stuff but very clever and I I often no. go back to their their, their um, works and I'm like how do they make this so good so yeah I use them for inspiration yeah yeah quite a bit yeah yeah, no, I love them. And a bit of Sugar Babes as well. Oh, come on. <laughs> a girl after my own heart. Come Early on. on Sugar Babes, for sure. Yeah. I used to... <laughs> I love it. you got to love a bit of cheese, haven't you? It's oh, not, yeah. I wouldn't even call it cheese. It's just like diva. So what are you going to say? Diva used music. To... I was going to yeah. say, like, any anything that's kind of grimy in R&B, like, is, is a bit of me. Like, I love, like, Missy Elliott. Me too. And... Especially 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 90s or noughties, like... Missy Elliott and Timberland. Destiny's and, Child. Oh, yeah, Destiny's Child. <laughs> Come on. Like, all of that stuff is just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, Timberland. Even, like, Justin Timberlake as well, when he came out with that album. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was produced madness. by Timberland. Yeah, it was. And I wonder it was good. It's like Timberland and Pharrell and Kanye ha- all had, like, a stronghold on oh. that era. And, yeah, all of this stuff is just... Yeah, that that was, like, the golden era, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what are we doing nowadays? Like, boring, boring. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, trap music. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't say. My my, bro- my brother listens to a lot of, like, Central Scene and Drill stuff, so I am listening to that quite often. Yeah, my nephews do as well. I'm like, what even is this? I like, you need to, like, they need to educate me on it because I'm just, like... In fact, last night we watched this doc- the Louis Theroux documentary about um, Forbidden America. And one of the episodes was all about the trap music scene in America. And it's mad. It's so big. Like, they make so much money. They're like millions and millions of streams. It's crazy. It's so popular. 100, 100%. It's like, but it's so weird because I feel like, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I've never really been a part of that genre, a part of that life. So I don't quite understand it. But and I don't. I've never actually watched Shame. that episode. But I know a lot of trap music. They they have like a massive, you know, like like strip club culture where a lot of that kind of music is played in yes. strip clubs, like Magic City in Atlanta. And I, I feel like that it, it it comes from comes from there. I don't know the popularity. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, but it's just crazy how big it is now. I was like, wow, like I don't even know about this stuff. Yeah. 
It's mad. It's all right. Drum and bass next. Drum and bass definitely the the next genre too. Oh, oh uh, gotcha. But at the same time, you don't want it to get that big, do you? It's kind of nice having it as like still. And I mean, obviously, there's the commercial aspect, like you said earlier, with lots of focus and Wilkinson chasing status. But it's still nice to have that like underground scene as well, you know? Yeah, I guess like being it being in the underground is what makes it so innovative, and like allows people to break mm. the boundaries without worrying about like what the majority is going to think but at the same time I think it would yeah. be nice to kind of maybe bring more people into the underground rather than it be the under the other way around and like have that gratification of I don't know going into a clothes shop and listening to like having DMV play out or going into a supermarket and having DMV play out of the speakers I think that would be so cool yeah you do hear it in Bristol you do get that like when you go into clothes shops you any uh, shops any restaurants you hear drum and bass like I said you there was an Emily Mackie's playlist in Three Brothers Burgers so there you go <laughs> I've, never, I've never had that really in Nottingham I'm sure it, it they are played in some places like maybe if, if the the shopkeeper has control of the radio and they don't play I don't know yes. Capital or something but um, yeah that doesn't yeah. really happen around. maybe I need to move to Bristol as well Oh, I think you do. I think you do. I've, I've, a lot of like most people that went to Bath, um, they moved to Bristol. So yeah, I've got like yes. I feel like the majority of people that I like know and like uh, live in Bristol. Do Do you see yourself kind of leaving Nottingham, or you're like, no, I'm Nottingham full and through. Um, I love Nottingham, but I would love to move if I had the means. So. I'm trying like yeah. I there was a reason to yeah, definitely, and I like I'm trying to establish myself here so I have like a platform, like also financially as well to just feel comfortable that if I move, I'm not just gonna like throw it all away kind of thing because I, I guess the benefit of being mm. here because I don't, I live by myself. The benefit of being here is that I do like focus on on the music side of things like that's that is the sole reason mm -hmm. that I'm in Nottingham because if it was you know to be social yeah. or to actually like live a life which sounds sounds amazing <laughs> um I would don't think I would be here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it would be nice that's to the thing in Bristol there's so many distractions because there's so much on all the time, like literally pretty much every day of the week, there's something that you could go to. So yeah, there's a lot of, that's there is a lot of distractions and there's a lot of people here. So yeah, I can see why it's good for you. Just if you're going to just get your head down and just get the music done, then you should stay there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I feel like not a lot of people could live this life though. Like I don't think it's healthy to, to be writing and, and on your own so much. Um, so I do like I I feel like I should kind of take advantage of of my like my ability to just be uh, like uh, be comfortable being alone rather than going out like all the time and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like Bristol sure. sounds super exciting. It just sounds like Yeah, it is. Yeah.
So I want to know what is next for you. What is next for Emily Mackis? <laughs> um, so I mean, what are you, are you even allowed to say? Like, I have heard rumors about an EP on a certain rumors. label, but maybe not allowed. To say. <laughs> maybe you're not allowed to um, say anything, and if you're not, then don't say anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is my own, like my honest answer is I don't know if I'm allowed, but I will say I am working on a solo. Don't project. say it then. Um, don't say it. That yeah. I want to try and find my own sound because I've done a lot of feature work, mm. but it's not necessarily it's really important. Yeah, definitely. Like it, I think it's so easy to fall into the hole of being a featured artist and not necessarily like putting your whole being into creation. Cause I don't know. I don't know if you're the same, but if when you get an instrumental and you, you mm. just, I don't know, you just write on it based on the instrumental rather than, all the time based on your own feelings and like experiences and stuff yeah definitely um but it does then you you're you are the featured artist then aren't you rather than it coming from you as well like from the start yeah yeah literally literally but i feel like i have I don't, i'd love to be more in control of just the creative process and the visuals as well and just cohesively creating a product from kind of start to finish so that's what I'm working on at the moment and just like my my favorite part of of this industry is writing like um beyond anything beyond Mm. singing beyond performing beyond anything so that's what I'm doing at the moment just writing a shitload yeah (laughs) well I'm excited to hear all the stuff you come up with what who like what's your who your dream what's your dream collab like with someone or 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 Mm. some people like what have you got one Oh, my dream. You don't have to say if you don't want to. I, I'm always like nervous. I'm always nervous to say these because I feel like I might jinx them. I don't know. I, I, I think. Well, don't say it then. Don't say it. Don't say it. And also, I don't want to like make anyone feel bad <laughs> as well. Like, because. To be honest, yeah, you know what? To grab that question. Yeah. I'm sure How you dare you ask me that now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are you, I want to kind of ask you more like a fun question. So go for it. Would you, do you cook? Like, are you a good cook? I like to think. Would you class yourself as a cook? I'd like to think so. All right. So if I was, so if I was coming over for dinner and he was making me three courses, what would you make me? Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, let's see. What you mean like starter, main and dessert? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna... I mean, even if the dessert you buy for, even if you buy the dessert. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna say like <laughs> I, I will forewarn you that your dessert is not it's gonna be a shambles because I don't bake or do anything like that. So <laughs> you'll you'll survive oh. until the dessert, but you won't. I don't know if you'll remember the night. If there's there'll something will go wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> starter. Oh, I, I'd have to. Like, I eat my grandma's quite often, so I'd have to do something like Cypriot or Mediterranean. Nice. Maybe like a nice. Oh yeah. So tell me. Yeah, I want to know about the Cypriot food. Maybe like a nice tapas. You know. You got your pita bread, your dip. Oh, I love tapas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, meze. It's not tapas. Yeah. Idiot me. Um, so we we'd have like some pita bread, some like fried calamari, mm. uh, maybe some octopus, oh, yes. like hummus, um, little little Greek mm, salad. Yeah. Um, just picky nice. things. Um, 
Does that sound nice to you? Are you, uh, are you it sounds it? amazing. I love tapas, meza. It's one of my favourite things. So, yeah, oh. I'm there. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing, amazing. So I feel like that's a nice because you can... Sitting kind of... there all night, different things, yeah. variety. Heck, heck yes. Because you've got all of these flavours in your mouth at the same time. Or you can yeah. kind of choose how much you take and all of that jazz. I love that. Um, for, yeah. for the main main oh i learned how to make something recently it's called how would you say it in english it's in greek it's called magaronia do furno which literally means macaroni in the Ooh. oven which doesn't sound very appetizing wow that really. sounds amazing does it <laughs> what i think is i is it yeah is it like macaroni mac and cheese it's it's kind of like a lasagna um it's got cheese it's got like bechamel sauce and then a mince and then it's got these like long it's kind of like if a pasta and a noodle had baby with a hole in it (laughs) with a hole through it with a hole through it (laughs) um it's just like these really thick like pasta noodles um and then just Mm. like mince and some some little spices and stuff but it is del- delicious and just like like drowned in um, bechamel sauce, just some cheese on the top. Oh, that sounds amazing. I don't know yeah. if you're lactose intolerant that, or... No, I'm loving this. Okay. I'm, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> Maybe I should stop. Maybe we should stop before we get to dessert, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm full. I don't okay, okay. Dessert. What about drink? What's your favourite drink? What, alcoholic or non-alcoholic? That's up to you. What what you can decide if you want to be alcoholic, can if let's, you don't want it to be. Let's go alcoholic. I'm partial to a gin and tonic. I like a Why good not? gin and tonic. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Anything? Cool. I'm down with that. I'll have I'll have a gin and tonic with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like I like. There's so many different flavors of gins now, isn't there? Yeah, you've got like citrus gin as well. Like now. literally every flavor you could think of, they've got a gin. Yeah. Maybe we should have a gin tasting for dessert. We'll have gin tasting. And, oh my god um, what, yes. what goes with gin what food goes with gin i don't even know hmm i don't know like i don't know like, didn't, it would not cheese wouldn't go with it would it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, do, I, I don't envision cheese yeah, going but what? it might very well maybe okay let's just say no let's just say cheesecake banter Oh yeah, cheesecake. Yeah, cheesecake. There we go. A nice light cheesecake. Yeah, to go with, to go <laughs> like, with the, like cheesecake. Uh, gin today. This sounds fun. Okay, cool. And then we can go to karaoke after and do Spice Girls and Girls Aloud. If this doesn't happen, <laughs> I'll actually be upset now. Like you've you've sold the dream. <laughs> we should make it happen. <laughs> you've sold the yeah. dream. What's going on? And we'll get we'll get a few other vocalists over as well, and we'll just do a big. Vocalist I was thinking night. of this. Someone needs to do um, a, a vocalist predominant night where they just get like all of the yes. drum and bass vocalists together and people go because they like vocals. And, you know, the yeah, lineup's just... just that'd be sick, man. Right? Someone needs to run that. Well, yeah, maybe the vocalists can put it on. <laughs> so maybe we should all like get together and just be like, right, we're going to do this. We're going to put this night. And I think people would love it. I agree. I agree. We could do like Steelyard or something 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 london based yeah exactly yeah i think we should do this we're gonna make this happen let 2022 in the autumn watch this space people we're doing it (laughs) you heard it here first okay hit us up for um you heard it here first what exclusive (laughs) pre-sale tickets and there might even be a spice girl song thrown in there so oh yeah no if sound of the underground isn't the last song that's played like that the whole night will have gone oh yeah 
yeah forget it oh yeah. <laughs> <Forget laughs> no, that's honestly it's been so lovely chatting with you but I, in fact i feel like i can't like you know do this podcast just because of when it is without mentioning you know skibber and the loss oh. that the, the mic world in german bass has had like it's just so sad so R.I.P. to Skibber and yeah did you ever get to see him live or anything yeah so at that um at that chasing state return to dance yeah it was the first time that I met him I only met him one time um but I'd you know I'd been a massive admirer of his music prior to that meeting and he he just seemed so genuine just a genuinely supportive yeah um like very open friendly person um I I kind of wish that I'd had you know more time to to experience you know just his his being yeah his his music and stuff but yeah yeah he was so positive and humble yeah but but like just insanely skilled you know like one of the best one of the best yeah best there is so i know it's just such a loss to drum and bass it really is and it's just so out of the blue and he's you know still young like 47 is no age yeah isn't that's like so young no it is it is it's just scary you could see the reaction just that ripple effect within the industry how much he kind Mm. of just meant to everybody people just i don't know sharing really proper heartfelt like proper deep messages yeah it is it's it's really sad time yeah yeah it is it's a sad time but like it's great to see like Shabba's still like living on his legacy and he'll you know when they do the SAS's I'm sure like he'll you know he'll be you know there in spirit you know what I mean like he'll always he's always going to be remembered and and that's a special thing you know definitely and I think that the same thing happened with Stormin as well like they I remember going to one of the SAS gigs like just you know just post to that happening and just the amount of kind of the shout out and the support that they did on stage even though I you know I didn't know him it was just so I was taken aback by it it was just like proper good spirit yeah good spirit yeah oh it's emotional isn't it yeah it is (sighs) but yeah R.I.P. Skibs yeah R.I.P. but just before I let you go I'm gonna do a quick fire round with you so okay are you ready for this just first thing that comes into your head okay. there'll be latency though so i'll i'll, I'll probably say it like yeah, four seconds yeah. after you've said it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're thinking about this <laughs> yeah don't, all don't right worry. then so <laughs> favorite season summer yeah Always. rum or brandy uh can i say neither <laughs> Is that simple? Yeah, you don't, maybe you don't even like it. Neither, neither. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, no. You, well, to be honest, I wrote that question before you said about the gin. So. Oh yeah, true. You if you said gin, gin. Well, they would have been say straight, gin. Gin, like, gin, 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 yeah. gin, gin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savory or sweet? Savory all day, all day. Yeah, me too. Actually, festivals or clubs? Hmm. Do you know what? I'm gonna say clubs. I'm going to say clubs because yeah. it's, it's the intimacy, it's the intimacy, it's the intimacy of a club. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. massive like you said earlier, when you were performing at the, yeah, of course. But like you said earlier, when you did the return to dance, you can't really connect with the crowd, can you? Because there's so many people and you can't even see them. So it's, you don't even feel like you're there almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. There's almost, 
there's always a disconnect maybe there's not a disconnect if you're actually like good at hosting but i'm definitely like at the beginning <laughs> so so yeah for now clubs oh i mean yeah i love clubs i love that intimacy and just that kind of proper like old school kind of rave feeling yeah so, yeah good answer Stu- well, I think I know what the answer to this is going to be. Studio time or stage time? Oh, studio time. <laughs> a studio time. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little studio-holic. Like, I'd rather just sit and, oh. and write and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you feel you're, That's where you feel content and like, this is me. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where I fit in more. Oh. What was your first job? Ooh, do you know what I've actually been quite and this isn't really like a quick fire answer but it's um I've actually been okay. quite like lucky because I have tried for, for my, my all my life to um do stuff that's music related so I used to work for nice like a youth um, music project called Circle of Light and uh, yeah it's like a Nottingham thing and basically what happens is there's young people and we make an album we make an album together and I was one of the facilitators um like the lead facilitator for that project so I I guess that that was my first my first job yeah I mean I've done I've done bits and bobs like shifts here and there but I'd say that's my first like yeah But you've always been musical in a way. You've always yeah, I've always to tried music, to. Which is great. Yeah, I've always tried to um, just make everything music related. Good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What was your favourite subject at school? Mm. Probably psychology. So I didn't like my music teacher. <laughs> I did not like my music teacher. No, I'm the same. People are always like, oh, yeah, like, I would have loved music at school. I was like, well, actually, no, my music teacher was weird. So, oh, no. was, why was, like, in what way? It might be the same. So, no, we just, you know, when you think of, like, a music teacher, you think them, like, were really cool or whatever. It's just, like, I don't know, just a bit weird, just a bit odd. And just, it didn't, it, but the lessons weren't fun at all. Did you have like, to use It was really, like, boring kind of music lessons. What's that? Oh, oh, it's all right. It's in a, it's like this software. It's like um, where you have to make score, and um, it's it's really no. it's kind of grim because the sounds that come out Sibelius. It might have changed, but when I was at school, the sounds that came out they just sound like really, really artificial, and I just didn't enjoy oh making God. music. Oh, we didn't love that. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's like um, yeah, midi. It's like no. preset. It's like the presets on on a on a workstation but just worse <laughs> just like 10 times right worse. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my, my music teacher used to make like women jokes and I just can't be bothered I just couldn't be bothered with that oh yeah that's not nah fuck that so psychology was your favorite yeah. subject that is cool I like it okay if someone were to play you in a movie who would it be <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> someone was to play oh. me in a movie Oh. Selma Hayek, maybe. Oh, stop it! Penelope oh, Cruz. stop. Penelope Cruz. Oh, carry on, carry on. Please. Oh, wow. No, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pretty boring. So, if there's a boring actor out there, then that, that one. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with Salma Hayek when she was in her prime. Oh, I'm gonna do. I'm, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick for you. Listen, if it's like Hollywood, they always Salma make Hayek, them look. They, they always make them just like the Hollywood version of themselves, right? So maybe Salma. Exactly. Hayek, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. No, why not? 
definitely. Who's your bi- biggest inspiration? And it doesn't have to be like a singer or anything. It could be anyone. I, I want to say Beyonce, honestly, because I, I know that might be a strange answer, but I, I just think that Beyonce is I don't the, think it's um, a strange answer at all. I, I think that she's the representation of kind of as close as you can get to perfection as a as a musician. You know, she can sing, she can dance, yes. she has amazing stamina, she writes, like, she writes, she's, vi- like, she takes care of the visual side of things. I just think she's an absolute boss lady, and her music's amazing. She so. really is. And she's stunning as well, yeah, so. Yeah, you know, that helps. You know, that, throwing that in the mix as well, she can't do no wrong, really, yeah, can she? <laughs> this is true, this is true. That's a good answer. Yeah, she's one of my inspirations, to be fair. I mean, you can't not be. You can't be not be a singer and not be inspired by Beyonce. Yeah, it is true. I know some people that don't like Beyonce, which is shocking to me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah some of my mates. Like, so, oh, the last question. Oh, that's all right. Um, last question. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? You don't, if you, if you can't think of it, then how about you give me some advice? Oh, give God, some advice I, yourself I then. Give me some advice. Give the listeners some advice. Or give, all right, then I'm give kind. a brand new vocalist coming through some okay. advice. Just, you know, it could be one little line. Just, just can be consistent. Be consistent and work hard. Yeah. And um, yeah. you will, I guess, reap the reward eventually. Um, consistency is key, especially if it comes... To songwriting because it's like a muscle you know if you're going to the gym and you're working out your arms and you stop for two weeks you might get a bit weaker and i, I guess it's the same thing exactly it is that's great thank you i love that no you're totally right it's, it is like going to the gym if you stop it's gonna weaken isn't it yeah. you know so yeah, yeah i love that i did momentarily thank forget you. that we were on record this was recording I was like trying to genuinely yeah. give a piece of advice there. So sorry, sorry, listeners. No, but yeah, thank you so much. Like I've loved chatting with you, and you know, it's actually it's just gone so quick. We've actually been chatting for like just over an hour, and it doesn't feel like it at all. So thank you for giving me your time out of your studio time oh, no, to talk no, no. to me. And yeah, it's... don't worry. Thank you for being um, a human being that I can actually speak to. <laughs> oh. No, oh no, thank you, thank you for having me. Honestly, um, it's. I like I'm actually properly honored to just be within this list of like amazing vocalists and yeah to actually meet you I mean it'd be nice to meet you in person at some point um yes well I know for sure I'll meet you um, at Shogun on the 28th of May uh studio 338 so yeah people if you're listening make sure you come to that if you, even if you don't live in london because it's going to be a big yeah, night no doubt it's going to be going to sell out so cool. you better get those tickets boom get the tickets get now. the train isn't it <laughs> yes get them tickets but yeah no i can't wait to see you and see you sing live and you yeah too. it'd be great and again, again thank you so much oh. so yeah you say you're so 